0: Hey guys, my name is Dr. Charnell, and we're here with Megan and Craig for part two. Hey. Uh, looks like my internet isn't very great. This, so hopefully this is going to be awesome. Um, yeah, for those of you who miss, like my internet isn't very great. This, so hopefully this is going to be. <laughs> You're
1: I I think that was my fault because I had another screen open. So oh, oh
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Um, yay. Welcome everybody. Um, please do your due diligence and share like, um, subscribe all the things. Um, we recently just found out like 70% of the people who watch our show are not even subscribed. So that means a lot of people are watching, but you guys are not hitting the subscribe button to get the notifications. So you won't know what's going on. So definitely hit subscribe. That way you know what's going on and what's coming up. Um, if you missed part one i can put that in the link here in a little bit because part one was pretty freaking awesome i'm just gonna say that's why we had to do part two
2: mm-hmm. but
0: um without further ado i don't know if we have any other announcements but I'm- i just wanted to
2: say shana that like, like, you just said about subscribers we're, we're planning some um you know some member only events um, oh, and yeah. uh you know obviously uh, megan i believe you're doing some uh, some some readings is that right
1: yeah we're gonna do charnel and i are gonna do readings together i think in november so
2: excellent and you've got matthew morning doing some readings. he, he gave me a, a reading and it was it was amazing and yourself live on air which was really cool um yeah. but also we're gonna be planning some um you know just some like live q a type stuff like you know for me uh, you know the days of celebrity are no more you know i'm not in this to be a celebrity or anything like that and i want to hear what people have got to say if they've got any questions and you know i think we're going to be planning some events where you know we get people in on the call and have a chat and you know for for the members so just strongly encourage people to get involved become a member and uh and we'll, we'll see you on board there how's that
0: yeah that's good yeah this weekend sunday i think it is at noon members only destiny reading so only the members who are in will have a private, very, um, small, um, intuitive destiny readings and just, just for you guys. So the chances of you guys getting, um, the opportunity to, um, meet with, with us and talk to either Megan or Matthew personally would be a lot more because uh, obviously those numbers are smaller in that group than a mass public. So, um, definitely jump in there and we have, we're going to do a free biofeedback scan and consultation monthly as well. And then just some random Q and A's and or spotlight people or, um, yeah, we don't know. We're kind of just doing this as we go and we're going to have a lot of surprises and it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely check that out. Um, okay. Megan, give us a little bit about you. I don't know. People are very familiar with you, but just a little bit about you, and then Craig, and then we're going to get going. I see there's some people from Norway and Switzerland, Alberta. I love to see where you guys are from. I always like to kind of get a gauge on where you are. And welcome, Lisa Warden, our new member. So cool. Thanks for joining us. Stephanie is a member, and she's here. Dana is a member. She's here. Um, So cool to have our members. And everybody, we're just glad to have you. So, Megan, tell us a little bit. I'm so excited to hang out with you
1: guys today (laughs) I was like yes you know I want to comment too well I'll introduce myself my name's Megan Megan Rose I have a YouTube channel I have a Patreon channel where I do readings for people and meditations and I also wrote a book I talk about aliens it's called Welcome to the Future um but I was saying, uh, Craig and I were saying before we popped on how important it is, like how badly people need help right now. Like people are struggling. We're coming into the holiday season. I feel like people's stressors are really coming out. People are really um, afraid of the future and not sure where to turn. False idols, celebrities falling. So it's just kind of um, energetically not a mess, but there's a a place and a space for healing. So I think, you, you know, the membership option is great.
2: Yeah, indeed. People really need it at the moment. I mean, obviously this week we've had a massive, you know, without going too deeply into it, Chanel and Megan, you know, a bit a big character in, in the disclosure community has been, shall we say, exposed. Uh, a lot of us knew this stuff was going on behind the scenes, but it's gone very public now. And a lot of people are disappointed, are disorientated, questioning things, which it's, it's good to question, obviously um but kind of like just fed up with the whole drama and i I tend to agree i'm fed up with the drama too um and it's just a good time to get grounded you know do some clearing and um connect with people you know who are on the same we're going in the same direction and that's why i love doing these shows because you know i so vibe with you guys and and it's it's a real honor to be here i was
1: thinking the other day i was like you know what i don't care if someone has two followers or two million followers like the bar for how I feel, who I want to collaborate with, is like very high. Like very high integrity, wants to help people. That's how I feel.
2: If, if I met Chanel, sorry, I put a post out this week after the the, the exposure, um, and uh, I just basically said, I, I am, I am past being overwhelmed with with the information. I'm more concerned about how people are being treated nowadays. How are you treating people? If you've got great information, wonderful. But how are you treating people? That's what matters. Because, you know, there, there are individuals out there who treated people really poorly. You might have a great message. You might have a great testimony, but, you know, we're still on planet Earth and we still need to be respectful. We still need to, to walk in love at the end of the day. So,
1: yeah, well, Thing too, like I learned in healthcare, so you could be like the best physician, like be super talented, like know all of the modalities, superstar surgeon. But when you walk into a patient's room and you either minimize their experience, reject them, make them feel dumb because they're not as educated as you, you're not in alignment with, this is universal law. (laughs) You're not in alignment with actually healing that person you're actually in service to yourself. So the energy, even though you have all the skills, all the experience, the energy is not in alignment with healing. And that's part of the crux of, you know, the downfall of the healthcare system. I've noticed doctors or physicians who maybe don't know all the answers or don't claim to know all the answers or who maybe don't have any, like a lot of experience, maybe are just residents end up treating the patient better and making them feel like they're being taken care of, they have a better outcome and a better healthcare experience.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's true. And I've been saying this for a little bit because there are, you know, you can't just look at someone's followers and be like, Oh, because a lot of people follow you, you must be someone I should follow. And, and then you follow just because you blindly sheep, you know, not no judgment, but I'm just saying it, there's, there's a automatic kind of a human thing to follow people that already have a lot of followers because you think, well, if everybody did it, I'm just going to follow the crowd. Um, What you may not know is a lot of those numbers are actually false. Number one, they're paid um, and, or just generated through three letter agencies and other situations. um, And, or just marketing paid, you could pay people to get you followers. That doesn't, do anything and if if any even a portion of those are real um if they're following someone who has bad integrity who's always attacking who's trying to cause division in the community at all times um and you know whatever then do you really want those followers anyway you know i would prefer if we you know i love our group we have a great group i love all you guys um everyone who's on today you guys are bright shiny radiant beings and uh i just love hanging out with not only you guys speaking but all the you know these great brilliant people who hang out with us every week and they're actually have they have hearts for service and i love i love that and my dogs are barking and my cats. they agree
2: they're in agreement
0: (laughs) yes yeah so um universal law we only got so far um i believe we only talked about like two two different ones, but yeah. um,
1: Did we even talk about karma? I'm not even really sure if we did.
0: I don't think so, but let's talk about it. Let's do it. Yeah. Hmm. What, what are your thoughts on everybody um, on the chat? I'd love to understand what you, where you guys are with karma and at the same time, go ahead and jump in. Where are you guys on karma, Megan and Craig? was thinking like before I forget, because there's so many like topics that lead into a different
1: topic, but about paying for followers, or creating the illusion that you have a large following when you don't really or it's paid for bought and paid for. So that energy is not the truth, right? It's in it's not in alignment with the universe. So you know what you'll be creating what you'll be generating and what you'll be attracting to you is like fraudulent, anti-christ energy and it won't be the creator energy so it will always be out of an alignment with the universe and when you choose to do stuff like that or choose to live a lie then karma will come back around because you reap what you sow so when you lie to other people you will be lied to that kind of thing
0: yeah and i think karma you know, first of all, karma is the same as reaping and selling. You know, yeah, if, exactly. if anybody wants to get all like frou-frou and offended because I said the word karma, and please, I invite you to look at it as the actual definition. Um, and karma too, I'll say, doesn't have to be bad. We are getting karma no matter what, um, good or bad, whether you're doing it on purpose with intention and, or by default, because your DNA and everything that you are and everything that you do and everything you talk about is what goes into the field and what's in the field is what comes back. Even if you're not looking, even if nobody sees you, even if it's in private, everything that's done in private or public, has karmic response, good or bad. So when you sow something good, you're going to get a good result. You're going to get something somewhere along the line. It may not even look like the exact same way you did it, but something good will come back from that transaction. Same thing. in um, in something bad, you know, I think a lot of times people use karma as like, Oh, let her get her karma. And like, kind of like a weapon, but karma isn't a weapon. It's just science. There is literal science to it. And it's, and it's happening, whether anyone realizes it or not, by default, you are creating all the time. And I look at it as a safety net or safety net mechanism of, you know, it kind of keeps you in place because if you do something bad and there's no consequence, then anybody would just maybe run around and keep doing banks because they just think it's never going to catch up. And that's not accurate. It's going to catch up. It will always catch up in one way or another. And to the level that you put it out is the level you get it back. So if it's a public attack or division or whatever, you will get that to the level publicly back to you. If it's private, same, maybe not as big as a, thing if it was a big public worldwide situation versus just something in the privacy of your own home, but it's still going to get caught up with you one way or another, just like the word justice can be good. You can have a judge that puts justice in your favor because you've been doing the right things and proved innocence and showed that you're worthy of whatever granted to you, whether it's like money or whatever the thing is that you're in court about, um, or in a lawsuit about, or whatever, whatever, you know, so judgment can be like, I'm going to grant you this because you're good, or I'm going to grant you this because you screwed up. So it can go both ways. And also please don't get like wrapped up in the whole word of karma, because that word is literally just science. Um, I think people don't necessarily ever want to like even go there because they're coming from a program on a, Christian or biblical um, program that won't allow them to see outside of that word or, you know, they just get triggered immediately by that word. And, um, you know, any thoughts about that, you guys?
1: Well, I think it's like a cycle, like there's good karma when you put out good energy, you'll get good energy back or and it doesn't always come exactly the way you think it's going to come. So it's not necessarily A to B or B back to A. It might it like makes a cycle and you'll get it back like when you don't really realize it. And I don't really have a good example in my life at the moment, but hopefully I'll think of one. Uh, And I was going to say, too, I posted this on Telegram the other day when you have a public platform, and it's always your intention behind releasing information. So sometimes someone can say something, maybe it's perceived as positive or negative, you know, depending on who receives it. But the intention of the person and speaking that message, that intention will come back to you. So if it's done with negative intent to harm someone else, then it will come back tenfold. And if your message is reaching 1000s of people, you're responsible for all of that energy that reaches those thousands of people. But it can work in a positive way too. So if you give out loving intent that is blessing thousands of people, then you'll be blessed with that in return. So it can work, you know, it, it works to your benefit if you're, if you're, you have the knowledge of universal law, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, indeed.
1: What
2: do you um, think? Yeah. I was, I, um, I, I totally understand where people are coming from, you know, having having deconstructed from religious mindsets, I'm, I'm not saying I'm fully there or whatever, but, um, you know, for, for, for me, um, it's, it's a matter of identity as well. Um, you know, knowing who we are, you know, we are all pure love, whether we realise it or not, we're all pure light, it's what we're made of. I think you said before, Shanna, we're made of God, you know, um, and if we th- like, take religion for example a relig- massive religious program is i'm nothing but a dirty rotten sinner um council clear as you would say um I, you know and all this stuff um really really negative horrible things about ourselves well if you believe that nonsense about yourself guess what's going to happen that's the energy you're going to be putting out and you're going to get horrible things back you're going to get what you know um if you think you're a dirty run- for example you know People that in religion that say, you know, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner. They're the ones who are behaving the worst, and when they behave the worst, they're the ones that are getting the worst circumstances back. It's just like a cycle of BS, really. So when you realise that the actual true Christ message is that we are all divine, we are all as Christ in this on this planet. And you realize, wow, you know, you, you, your, your whole perspective shifts and change. And you realize that there is light in everything. Like the whole world really is a, a glorious place, despite the rubbish that's going on. That shift in your inner world and um, you start to put that out and you start to attract the things you truly desire and, and, and things will manifest and like the magic is really activated. And to me, um, you know, discovering the true Christ message and not the religious one that I was taught as a child. Um, really set me free from, from, um, negative circumstances. You know, I was constantly self-sabotaging in, in the past. Um, and, and as soon as I discovered this, it was like, relax. It was like this place of rest and peace. And when you're in that place, that's what you get back. Um, and, and it's a beautiful cycle. It really is. I don't know if that makes sense to you.
1: I was thinking, um, while you were saying that too, cause I grew up Catholic and they have, you know, you have to go to confession and stuff and like how do I say this like repenting to a God that is outside of you like Christ consciousness Christ messages is that we're all God so going to confession confess confessing to a priest who is a middleman is really anti-Christ and mm-hmm. it's out it's in the absence of God and yeah. so we're taught to give shame and guilt to the absence of God which is creating outside of the Creator and then that comes I don't know if it's called the law of polarity or the law of duality, but that's where you get there's Christ and then there's the absence of Christ, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And you bringing up intention, I think that's really, really important to you. And um, especially because frequency is everything. So you can say, like, you could say a sentence with the intention of love, and the words may not even be nice. Um, but you, but you it's felt as if it was intended, which could be like sarcasmic or sarcasm or like demeaning or whatever, or you can actually say something kind of mean, but with a loving, loving heart. Um, and if people are in trigger mode, which they really are a lot right now, um, people can say something with love and especially in text, that's really, you know, that's kind of, I always like to, if I have to address someone like with something that may could trigger someone, I always like to actually talk to them in person and, or over the phone. So they hear my voice because I can bring it in a voice with the intention, what it's meant to be. And that word intention actually means inward direction. Um, that's where it comes from It's Latin, it means inward direction. So again, going back to everything you put out, it comes really back because the limbic system can't tell the difference between me and you. So everything I say to you feel anything towards you, whether judgment or something beautiful, my body registers that as I'm receiving it. That intention in direction goes directly back to me because we are all one. There is no separation. We are all, we all have a field and we're all in this collective consciousness. So intention is really key. And I've seen people who can be on a show or whatever and say all the right things, but I can feel and, or hear the undercurrent. And I'm sure you guys pick it up too. And it's just, it's not a beautiful undercurrent at times. Um, So intention is a really, really big thing. And I've I've actually had to talk to a, a couple of people this week and and have some discussions that I wanted to as a mature adult healthy person have this conversation with them but I didn't want to just like block or you know send a a text that I know that they would be triggered or they're already wounded so I don't want to add to that so I just wanted to in love explain like where I'm at and you know how it makes me feel in this situation or whatever and And just point out, you know, I don't think this is your intention, but, you know, and give them the benefit of the doubt to like speak up or talk about it and not accuse, but just say, look, you know, this is where I'm at and this is what I feel. And can we talk about this without, you know, a block and just being like done. And then you're sitting there wondering why did she block me or whatever. So I I just think we need to get to I invite everyone to a healthy conversation and a mature conversation with people instead of just getting so triggered that we just like block. And then that other person is more wounded and more upset because they really don't know why they just got ghosted. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? So,
1: um,
0: I think that things can get lost in translation with comments and posts and texts, even though there can be good intention or bad intention to those things. You know, do you guys have any insight on that?
1: I think two people can say the same thing and their intentions can be different. Like the message is different. It's really about the frequency, frequency combined with intention is what has the power behind it. And I remember, um, this is kind of a funny story when I was in there. Well, not really funny. When I was a nurse, I was taking care of this guy who was super sick. He was so sick and He was on a certain type of like little oxygen machine. He wasn't quite ready to go to the ICU, but he was like this close and he wanted to die. So he kept throwing his oxygen off of his face and he would turn blue, he would pass out. Um, I'd almost have to call a code and, and bag him and stuff like that. And I think I actually had to one time, but I had to sit outside of his room. And when he took the oxygen off, once like he did it for like the sixth time in my shift and I ran in his room I said don't you ever do that again you know and um I had good intentions right I had good intentions to help him and then he saw that and he was like he was like you scared me (laughs) and he was so sweet he's like can you just hold my hand and so I I held his hand and um it was it was different because I think he felt like, he felt my intention was good, even though I was yelling at him. And then we were able to have a conversation about it. But I think that of course, some things can be misconstrued depending on the intention and how the message is delivered, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. And for um, so the people are receiving it. If they're wounded, yeah. they may take it wrong no matter how, beautiful you send the message with the cherry on top and the whipped cream and the hugging and you know still people can take it wrong which is unfortunate but i'm sorry craig go ahead
2: i I was just going to agree with you that's all uh just you know i I, i'm quite my sense of humor is quite sarcastic and sometimes i can say something and i'm laughing but it comes across really bad uh, in text because they don't hear my intention like you're just saying and, you know i'm learning you know to, to be careful the way I, I say things but you know i'll say something really quite offensive with a smile on my face and they think i'm being really offensive you know <laughs> it's just it's just an example i thought of but yeah you're absolutely right i mean how many friendships have broken down because of, of misconstrued communication and you know it, sometimes the, the problem is with the hearer like you said um where they're at and you can be what's the? uh, I think it's a proverb, isn't it? Like, um, better are the wounds of a friend than the, I don't know, nice words of an enemy or something along those lines. Um, You know, sometimes we need a a bit of a bollocking, you know, sometimes we need somebody to come to us and say, look, you know, you're wrong in this area, you know, because they want to correct us. And again, it's just having that level of maturity and and sort of character, just to take it like an adult at the end of the day and not fall out over petty little things. You know, we see that so much in the community and, and, you know, just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean you're you're sworn enemies. You know, we all have this between the three of us. We probably have three different perspectives on so many different topics, but that's where we need to come together. The way I look at it is, is is. I remember years ago, and I've said this before, but like the Hebraic way of looking at disagreement is that that actually makes you friends rather than enemies, because you've got something for each other. You've got a different perspective for each other. So just, just in the topic of communication, I think it's really important that we remember that. And yes, email, text, if you've got something important to communicate, do it with the voice. Like you said, Sean, I totally agree.
1: I think yeah. listening to yourself, we might slightly get off topic, but um, I was walking my dog this morning and I was reminiscing like on my childhood and going to Catholic school and then and going to high school. And I remember being like really young and like looking at my parents and being like, you people make no sense. Like they would try and teach me something, but their words didn't align with their actions. And or they felt a certain way. They were trying to tell me to do something, but it wasn't the feeling that I was feeling from them. It was um there was a dissonance there and I could feel that and then I learned like when I was in school if I had a teacher who didn't want to teach I wouldn't listen to her because there was a dissonance between the information I would be like there's something inside of me like I don't believe you and same thing with religion I really didn't get super indoctrinated with religion because the frequency of the priests (laughs) that would teach the children I there was a huge like you don't mean what you're saying or there's something off with the intention right yeah. and i was just thinking you know with religion and um, them teaching me stuff in high school i was like you know what i knew it was bullshit the whole time <laughs> and now here we are we're we're somewhat getting vindicated for all of these these lies and indoctrination so i was just going to say i think the frequency and the intention and listening to that inner compass because we are all God, we're all part of one. And we can tell when there's a dissonance with our inner being or with information being you know, broadcasted to us. So I think that's important to note. It's a safety mechanism.
0: Yes, and just like with the field, um, with the biofield, you guys have heard me talk about this, but um, when someone has lower numbers on the map of consciousness and their evolution of where they are, they have like zero field anyway. They're actually, pulling in from other people to generate their, they can't generate their own. So they use someone else versus someone who has really high numbers and is kind of evolved in um, consciousness and they have a bigger influence. And so, you know, with that influence comes more responsibility and, you know, it, it it goes both ways. It's, it's when you get to that point of responsibility, you know, then, you have choices and the choices get bigger and bigger and bigger as you go. And I just posted something on one of this other stuff of everything that happens to be going on right now. And I was like, you know, my mentor always said, and you know, Craig, Bob, Bob Jones, he Mm -hmm. always says the, the pitfalls are the gold, the glory and the girls or the guys, you know, the three G's and you know, it's either someone wants fame at any cost or someone wants money and they're trying to do all this stuff just to get money, which can be felt also. And or getting entrapped or baited into, you know, some sexual downfall or some energetic situation where it doesn't even have to be physical, but it can just be an emotional connection online or over the phone or, you know, just something past the borders of what is a clean relationship. And um, so those are some big, kind of pitfalls that I've seen people fall into over how many decades now. And we've all seen that.
2: the world of ministry, right?
0: <laughs> ministry, Community life, you know, business, it, it, it all go, it goes across all, all borders. And, um, so those are some things if we're aware, I mean, like when, when I was working with Bob and really still to this day, Like I used to have to pick people up for conferences or send people to go pick up speakers for conferences. If it was a guy, I would send a guy. If it was a guy and there was no guys to go, you know, to be there. And it was only me, then I would bring another girl or two. So Mm -hmm. I had accountability and it couldn't look weird or no one could say this happened or that happened, but just to provide that, um, kind of, protection or whatever of, of how Mm. things could be perceived. Um, And same thing with, you know, phone calls or texts or whatever. I try to always like make everything completely vulnerable and, you know, open. So there's no room for any kind of misunderstanding and, and, and feeling like, you know, oh shit, there's some kind of relationship here or something going on and be very communicative, communicative with my partner, so he's in on everything and aware of everything that that's happening so there's no like oh i found this out and this is a surprise why didn't you tell me you know and so even karmic things with those kind of things those three things gold glory and um girls or guys could be you know could go both ways but um but yeah any any thoughts on that
1: i was thinking that people a lot of us and we may have mentioned this last show Uh, But there's a lot of the reason that we've been uh, indoctrinated and had these limiting beliefs is so that we create that system. So we've been given like limiting beliefs that are outside of the creator. So we create the upside down world or the antichrist world. And so a lot of people, you know, you might say you have a good intention, but maybe there's somewhere in the subconscious where you're actually looking for this. And so you attract an experience that maybe was not like your choice kind of like not your conscious choice but it was technically you did attract it to because that was your intention subconsciously so a lot of us like everyone born on planet earth there's part of our subconscious we're probably not totally aware of because we've all been manipulated and indoctrinated and that's why um intention going inward to see what our true uh what we're actually creating is really important so yeah just so much i i think we mentioned this but tv music everything you know all of it so mm. that's my thought
2: um i, I think as well <clears throat> we talk a lot about being authentic and real you know i think that's why i vibe so much with you guys is because there's no Pretends There's no, we're not trying to be something. We're not trying to portray an image anything more than what we are as, as, as normal people at the end of the day. Um, and I say normal, all right, we're not normal, are we, but you know, um, but, um, you know, being real and authentic, I think that that has a frequency as well. Admitting, you know, when you're not doing very well, admitting when, if you're struggling or, you know, something's, something's hurting you or, you know, just, just being honest, um, you know, talking karmically or, or reaping what you sow, I think that's vital because if you're putting up a, a you know, you, a, a fake self, a fake, you know, you're wearing a mask, uh, pardon the pun, um, recently, um, you, you're going to reap the same thing, you know, you're going to attract those kind of people in your life. Now, when I started to speak out about things and start to really, truly be authentic to things that I was seeing and feeling, yeah, I lost a lot of friends, a lot of people left me because... They're like I don't even know you anymore, and I'm like, okay. But for every person I lost, I, I gained ten more. You know, of real, true, authentic friends, and and you know, obviously Sean Allen yourself, are people that I'm meeting along the way. Um, but but <laughs> whilst you were talking, Megan, there's something came to my mind, and we don't have to go if you don't want to. Um, but I was thinking, you know, like with all these these sort of spiritual principles and these, these karmic laws that we talk about, um, and I know as a species we are we have this ability to create real- reality. And I know that cosmically we're considered quite um, powerful, I guess, or quite able. And that's why that the negative ones have, have infiltrated this planet and they use us and they've, ins- you know, enslaved us essentially to use our creative abilities. Do these, and I'm asking the question because I'm, I'm asking myself the question, do, do we think that these kind of entities are bound by the same karmic laws as us? you
0: think i think that's why they're called universal law because it doesn't it's not just united states of america or the uk or the north america or the earth i mean that's just my opinion i would say they have their day too personally (laughs) or they're good you know yeah yeah
1: i was thinking like a lot of the indoctrination came from um three letter agencies and world war ii germany And those are all connected to reptilians and you know reptilians had their deal on planet mars and they do there are beings in the universe that their intention is to create balance and uphold balance and justice in the universe so they do they like to pretend that aliens aren't real people or there's not a force in the universe that can hold them accountable like the galactic federation They want people to believe that lie so that we manifest it or it makes them more powerful but it's not true so they do know universal law and they do they have manipulated us to you know they tell us lies so that we create it for them they don't like the reptilians since i brought them up they don't have the creative ability so uh, there's a lot of talk about genetics but from my perspective it's really more about the soul the soul is what's powerful and um, so they're really more after the soul because it's connected to source, and they need the source energy to create what they what they want because they don't have that connection.
0: Well, heart, earth, best spelled backwards. Um, you know the reason why DNA is so important to anything out there is because, uh, and why humans are so important is because they have that heart, which is the magnet to create and um, the whole law of attraction, which is actually one of our universal laws. And so so that's a good point. They cannot create. So they have to use us to create for them. Same thing with people in low scalar waves. It's really hard to create. If you have an inverted biofield, you have zero influence and that's why Mm -hmm. they use mass bots and media and social engineering to create for them to give an illusion of creation because they literally cannot do it themselves with their own voice. If you watch someone with a 50 vibe speak on a platform or a TV show or whatever, um, you can, if you're aware and in tune, you can feel it and there's zero feeling of positivity. There's not a good undercurrent. There's uh, if anything, it's like an enticement to try to entrain you into a lower current, which, hopefully we can rise above that and, and do that, but it's very tangible. Something you can be something heard and felt, um, when, when we are aligned and uh, again, that's why they push so much social engineering, whether it's celebrities, movies, um, whatever, because that's their only way to create it. and then to bring us into creating for them. And I mean, look at the Schumann you know, they put something out on the media and Im- immediately all of us feel there, we have a focused pointed direction of what they want us to look at and have a response to and a reaction to, and that creates a Schumann response. And in September, a nine day blackout, you know, so that there's all this generated things, whether they're using HARP to do weather issues or riots through, um, school to, you know, God to voice tech or you know, whatever the situation is, when our attention is brought there, then there is a creation opportunity if we're not careful. So that's how they generate. That's how they create because they literally can't do anything otherwise.
1: Yeah. It's like the false, the CIA and the Illuminati and their false idols and propping someone up the perfect the perfect illusion that everyone wants to buy into and it's so that they can siphon gather our attention siphon energy project lies and help you know manifest what they want so gosh they suck
2: as <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, the soon as they finished, they're over i mean i think i think it's all oh. it's all crumbling isn't it it's yeah. all coming down and it's coming down because we the people the normal everyday working folk are realizing we're learning about these topics and You know, we put these things out for free um, because we've got a passion for humanity at the end of the day, Um, and we 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 are learning just as much as everybody else. You know, just because we're on the screen doesn't make us any better than anybody else. You know, we're all on this journey together. We're all growing, and um, as as the normal everyday folk learn this stuff, um, they're finished. They they they, it's. I remember. Do you remember the film Labyrinth um, with David Bowie? I never um, saw
1: a long time ago
2: yeah yeah well obviously the whole premise of the film is is he he takes this child he, he steals this child um, and she has to go through all these like what well, the labyrinth and all these these crazy situations to get to the child and all she has to do to end it all and get the child back is to remember he has no power over her and as soon as she goes you have no power over me the whole illusion collapses she's got the baby she's back in the in the real world and I'm like, what a picture. It's like it's like Hollywood was telling us back in the day. All we have to do is remember that these entities, these these establishments, they have no power over us. They they use and usurp our own power to create the illusions for ourselves. It's really twisted and very narcissistic. Um
0: yeah. just like the Wizard of Oz, you know, it's like exactly. oh, the shoes the whole time. We all have the shoes. We are we can all do the things we all have the technology. It's just, do we know it? Do we believe it? Are we putting it into action, which is another law, um, the law of action to achieve something, one must take action. So, I mean, you could think about something all day long, but if you don't actually do something, then there isn't a big response or um, not reaction, I guess response or uh, positive outcome or a negative outcome because Actions can be positive and um, and negative. What do you guys say about the law of action? It
1: just reminds me of something very simple. Like if someone really wants to lose weight, but doesn't put into like a program of okay, I'm going to work out every day and put into action a plan, then you're never. You can think about being skinny all you want or in shape, but it's never. You have to put it into.
0: You know, a
2: world. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. have
0: to be in this plane. It can't just yeah. be like la 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 la. I'm there and I imagine it and boom, it happens. Yeah.
1: Something simple like I, you know, I want to be a nurse. Okay, well then you have to go through the proper steps of going through that program getting sure. a nurse degree and stuff yeah. like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm gonna give a shout out to Matthew. Hey Matthew, what's up? Um, we're gonna see you this Sunday, members only for our destiny session. And I'm really excited. It's gonna be a full hour of Matthew and I just giving destiny ratings to everybody. So um, everyone who's a member. So if you're not a member, definitely jump on. We just wanna do something extra special for the actual people who are helping us keep the show go on. And let's talk about, since we're there, let's talk about the law of compensation. That's one of the spiritual universal laws. Give me your two cents on that and then I'll give you mine. <laughs> And I'd love to hear anybody else about law of conversation. This is a group chat. So I want group discussions. I'd love to hear you guys.
1: It reminds me of like needing an equal energy exchange, whether it's money or effort, like say you're in a partnership or a marriage with someone like they bring to the table something and then you meet them halfway and there's an energy exchange an equal energy exchange. That's how I feel about it. Mm. And a lot of that, it's then there's like, I don't know if this is a universal law, but then we you get into balance and how things are balanced in the universe. And are you giving more than you're receiving? And a lot of times people are programmed, like when we talk about empaths and narcissists in this whole world we live in, there's a lot of people who are trained to give without boundaries and then they receive little to nothing back because they don't have that. Um, they don't have that idea about themselves. It's a subconscious programming and, you know, they all kind of go into one.
2: Yeah, that that's pretty much what, when I asked the question, that's what I was thinking. And, um, you know, I think we need to remember that, that the universe, all of creation is, is engineered in our favor. Um, you know, the, the only thing that works against us is when we're working against the nat- the natural universal laws yes.
0: we're talking
2: about um and so i guess for me the law of compensation is you know injustices do happen um and you know negative things do happen and i think if, when we stay true to the mission true to our identity true to ourselves the law of compensation will kick in that we will be compensated you know it, that there will be as we stay true to um the call the mission our true divinity um that there is a spiritual law a universal law that, that will kick, come into place that when we stay the path it will always work out in our greatest good always
1: yeah the universe will take care of you i've heard this before because i work as a medium You know if god gave you a gift why don't you do readings for free or why don't you donate your time for free and a lot of stuff i do do for free but i also require an energy exchange so it's not about the money or becoming rich it's just so that i'm receiving something back when i'm giving something out and that is an energy exchange and and it takes me a lot to become or to say like stay spiritually sound and refine my skills and make sure that I am taken care of so that I can take care of other people. So it's like a law of giving and receiving. Like when you have a mother, like when you're a mother and you have a child and a husband, there's an energy exchange between the parents. And then that also benefits the child. The child's taken care of when the mother's taken care of by the father, you know, which doesn't work perfectly in our world, but that's just, you know, perfect example
0: (laughs) yeah and i actually had it um an encounter dream, whatever you want to call it one time where when i actually saw when i had sewed money into a a person who was doing something um wasn't doing anything at that time but later went to do some great things that affected a lot of people because of what i sewed into them not just with money but with time um, counseling, you know, um, inter, you know relationship, you know, you don't have to sew just with money, although money is a transaction, but there's uh, emotional transactions and there's, um, relational transactions and there's uh, other kind of type of transactions that where you can sew or give away things, or, you know, there's th- those kind of things too, that come back. But in this encounter, what I saw is that when it, th- there was like a record book, And, um, the book was filled with all of this stuff that was accredited unto me, you know, and again, this is just a a dream, but it, it, it made a huge impact on me because I had given to this young girl, my time and some money and just some of my background and coaching, you know, at no cost. She then went on and did all this amazing stuff. And when I, I didn't know that she had done that. I had not even like talked to her, but in the dream. I saw this book and it was like, it was credited unto me for helping this lady at the hospital and opening up in an orphanage and doing all this stuff. And I was just like, I didn't do that. And I was really questioning like, what is this about? And they said, remember when you gave to that girl, remember when you gave to that guy, remember when you did this at that school or did that free online class or, you know, whatever is. So there can be exchanges and transactions and an accounting, processes that go in our favor energetically just by giving in that sense too. a a smile at the airport when someone is about to off themselves and you have no idea, like everything that we do has a ripple effect and there is an exchange on some level. And so it doesn't always have to be like a physical, you know, I give you money. And what I encourage is if you don't have money, that's a great time to figure out how to give in some way, whether it's Mm -hmm. like go clean out your stuff, In your house and if you're not using stuff find someone to give it to and bless or go volunteer your time or go do something because that can get the energy moving and some traction to clear to have some stuff come back to you right away if you are in that position not like you're giving to get but just because it's a way to move energy and to shift some things um, out of the joy of your heart and again the limbic system cannot tell the difference between giving to you and giving to me. And so every time I give physically, whether it's a compliment or money or my or anything, my brain, my limbic system actually sets it up, like starts doing chemicals as if I've just received the gift myself. And then that changes my chemistry and I'm marinating in that, and that joy of feeling like, yay, I just received something or someone just smiled at me or whatever. And that's a good feeling. And it, and it does something to your immunity, to your metabolism, to your brain chemistry, to your endorphins. So it doesn't have to be like a dollar sign kind of giving. And, um, you know, I don't know, we've only covered like what, three, again <laughs> I was gonna
1: say that's also karma so you get what you give you just covered karma too karma was sewed into there and then um the law of vibration i don't know if this is the law of b- vibration but you get back what you are so you know you reap what you sow yeah
0: so that it's was another one that you had in in back that. yeah they definitely definitely cross over in a way so um obviously since we've only covered three today and I think one and the first one, <laughs> uh, we might have to have a part three. I don't know how you guys feel about this and totally chat land. Um, what do you think we need to do part three so we can actually finish the rest of these, but, um, but yeah, um, we're at the top of the hour already. This is just like flown by. So, um, any final words here as we go for the day and, um, Also, I'll just say too, please do share this, like, give loves, you know, whatever that helps us with the algorithms of things to be, you know, for other people to see it. You never know who is going to see this and actually learn something or remember something or ignite something in them to do something positive and service and in love, or just to remember what they're doing is good and help them kind of feel good. Um, But yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say you know i've just been staying grounded and taking care of myself and you know working out and kind of staying offline a little bit and that's helped me so give that advice to you guys
2: (laughs) um yeah um i mean for me pursuing your passions doing what you enjoy you know really generates that that positive feeling um and it, it will create more of it as well um you know i mean it's shot shot on our nose I, I i'm doing lots of new things at the moment <laughs> things are taking up a lot of my time but i'm loving every minute of it um and i'm really enjoying where i'm at at the moment and although there's a lot of crap going on as well it's kind of like you kind of just push it out and just like you know what this is my world right now and i'm at peace and this is enjoyable um and and You kind of activate the magic again, you know, when you're in that resonance of of happiness and joy and peace um, and things will fall into place. So I just recommend, you know, remember how to enjoy your life and, you know, whether it be a cup, just a cup of coffee and just you just relax or go to a theme park or just remember how to have a laugh again. I think that's really important.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. And one more shout out to Deb. Hey, Debbie Elliott. She's one of our members. Um, we love you so much. Can't wait to see you soon. Um, yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying a three part three is great. Um, lots of good comments here. You guys are just so amazing. I love how you guys jump in and you're so loving and you're like hugs, love all this good, beautiful, um, beautiful comments from beautiful people and we just adore you so much. And thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, you guys can subscribe. You can get members this Sunday. We are going to be with Matthew really excited to have him for a whole hour, just for our members. And, um, Craig will not be able to join us unfortunately at this one, because he's going to be off doing his adventures, but we'll get him back. And then we have Megan, um, back in November to do a destiny reading session as well. So you guys subscribe, share, like, get the word out, um, become a member. If you can help support us, that would be great. And again, just love you guys. Go to swiftfire.org, get on the newsletter. And yeah, I mean, this has been, a this went really fast, honestly. Too fast. <laughs> it went really, really, really fast and yeah. All right. Love you guys. Oh, wait, you know what? I have an announcement that i forgot that no, i'm just maybe I, yeah. <laughs> megan's birthday oh. tomorrow so everyone give her a shout out you know just a quick shout out of all your love megan she has a big 30 coming up tomorrow ah. so happy birthday may this be your absolute best year ever my friend i love you so much i'm so, oh i'm getting teary eyed i just love you and Craig, I know he feels the same. And there's so many people who just adore you and what you're doing. And we celebrate your birth. We celebrate <laughs> you being with us. And I'm just, that I get to be in this experience. Embarrassed. <laughs> so amazing. So everyone, don't forget to send her a happy birthday. There's like millions of birthdays out there. All you guys. You that- guys, Love you guys. Look at all the comments. Yeah. <laughs> awesome all right well we will go out on a bang and please stay tuned hit the notifications so you can find out when our next part three is and all the great things that we're doing and yeah thank you for all the love to megan on her birthday i just think that what are you going to do for your birthday real quick
1: i am going to my grandma's house so i'll be going to eat with my nan her and she just finished radiation. So woohoo, and she's 87. So, wow. so I'll be at her house.
0: Amazing. Awesome. Well, you enjoy your time with your family and uh, yeah, be looking in the mail because somebody might've sent you something. But um, <laughs> no. anyway, love all of you guys so much. And um, we'll chat next week. Next week, we actually have Robert back with us. Robert Allen, Craig and I will have Robert and we're gonna talk about psychometry which is huge and fun. And we have a lot of testimonies and stories and just um, teaching on the ability to tap into that and in your DNA and use that for um, service and super excited. All right, talk soon. Love you guys. Bye, Bye. Bye everybody. Thanks for all the birthday love to Megan. Woo-hoo. Oh, <laughs> make me tear up too. I love all y'all. Talk soon.